Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I felt like I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, you name it. Plus, I tried a few less productive approaches. After two decades of continuing to grieve, it occurred to me that maybe I'd set the wrong goal. Instead of trying to feel better by filling those painful voids, I've learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy goal. A major part of this new approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it all to myself. With this new prom- newfound permission to let all the parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a mutually compassionate environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. Today, I'm chatting about puzzles. When was the last time you sat down and worked to complete a puzzle? Up until a few months ago, I would have answered that question by stating, I have no idea. But now I can say yesterday. (laughs) I picked up two new habits over this holiday season, both in a direct attempt to keep my hands and my head busy when I would otherwise tend to stress or become overwhelmed. The first new habit is working on puzzles. The second is coloring this amazing book of mandalas with some fancy new markers that I ordered. Before this holiday season, if you'd have asked me about doing puzzles or coloring or anything creative, I would have looked at you like you were nuts. Who has time for that? Everything I did creatively up until that point was completely and 100% associated with productivity of some kind. Mainly, I'm constantly creating content for LCM Connect LLC, and I couldn't imagine doing any task so absolutely non-productive as completing a puzzle or coloring. But I am a changed woman, and I'm happy to report that with these two new habits, I'm actually focusing on the creative process, quote unquote, when I'm doing puzzles and coloring. I don't focus on the outcomes. It's about finding the joy of just being present in a given situation and not letting my mind run rampant with useless overwhelm, anxiety, and made-up narratives. When I'm spending time with Zach... I can work on these crafts parallel to him while he plays with his marbles and his beads. That way, I'm with him, but not sitting idly and thinking about all the things that need my attention. I am in the moment with my son. What could be better than that? Yesterday, I completed my first 300-piece puzzle. It was gorgeous. The picture represented a large octopus in the ocean, and it was full of all the colors that I love. Teal, pink, green, purple, and lots of different color blues. I guess it took me about a month in aggregate to put forth the amount of work it took to complete this. But ah, the satisfaction of placing all 300 pieces in the exact place where they belonged was super fulfilling. Now that I've completed that one, I've ordered my next 300-piece puzzle for delivery later this week. Who knows how long it will take me to complete it, But now I have the confidence of finishing one, and I'll be that much more focused in my pursuit of completing the next one. 
Can we relate the formation of new habits to helping us move along our healing path? You bet. When we grieve, our brains can only go down the paths that are already available. After a death, it can be next to impossible not to continue to follow those narratives and forge the paths our brains find familiar. So engaging in a new habit, like doing a puzzle or coloring, is actually a brain hack. It interrupts those old patterns, choices, memories, and experiences, and leads us to teach our brains that there is still more to learn, more to experience, more to be enjoyed, and more work to be done. When we are able to interrupt the former brain patterns by doing something new, we wake our brain and tell it to start looking for novelty. Finding it, even if only in a 10-minute session focusing on a puzzle, allows new brain patterns to emerge. And until they do, just quieting the mind with some form of creative busyness can be a true relief. Other forms of activity to open your mind can be anything that requires enough of your attention to stay focused, but not so much that you become completely engrossed. Things like singing, drawing, knitting, painting, cooking, writing, and anything that can tell your brain, pay attention, we're on to something new here. That is the first step to communicate with our rigid habit loops that we are about to try something new. And when we do, we begin a continual process of opening our minds and our hearts as our habit-hacked brain starts looking for proof that there are other things to do besides grieve. Give it a try if you're so inspired. And of course, please share any feedback you may have in the comments at lisamcfarland.com. So thanks for joining this episode of The Healing Path. And I I love uh, these new habits that I've picked up. I literally laughed at the person um, that first (laughs) suggested I work on a puzzle. Uh, but one 300-piece puzzle later, I'm actually feeling pretty confident. Um, but it's true. When we're grieving, we it's like we forge these pathways, these these um, neurological pathways in our brain where we just – we confirm their existence by thinking them and acting on them again and again and again in the same way. So we have these triggers, and it's like – you know, water falling down a stream, if the stream's already there, that's where the water is going to go. Well, we have to create places for new streams. We have to create new paths and allow our brains to be able to go in another direction besides the one that feels like shit, besides the one that makes us feel like living isn't so great anymore because we've lost our loved one. So it's a good idea to just kind of open up, um, to something new. Another way that I did this years ago, and I may have blogged about this already, um, was working at a flower shop at a nursery uh, when my daughter died. And I worked there for, I think, 12 months or so, maybe 18, as I got through some of my nursing school courses. Um, I just needed a place to go that was new so that I could stop triggering my brain when it's hard enough being around your home um, and being triggered by all the environmental cues, whether it's, you know, a certain scent that's in the air or a memory or just even the sounds that still come to us from people that have died, but they're still with us. Um, it's just almost like a haven to have something new. So yeah, take up a new habit. Um, even if it seems like it's not productive, because if you're like me, you measure your 
you know, the quality of your time spent by how much you can produce. And I think that that's um, a bad habit <laughs> to be in. Um, what we want to do is focus on the process of just being present. So it could be puzzles, it could be drawing, it could be, um, you know, singing, walking, but just new things like there's a top golf not far from where I live that I just know that it would be a good place for me to go and whack some balls. And, you know, I've never been there. So that's another thing I could try that's new. And um, same for you. If you can get out in nature, you know, hiking clubs, maybe a new place of worship um, or a new meditation group or even a grief support group, all these things will remind our brains that there's still plenty to learn, that we must sit up and take notice and engage. And before we know it, not only have we completed a puzzle, but um, we've actually enjoyed the process. So I wish that for you. And thanks again for joining this episode of The Healing Path. If you have anything fun to share, again, please go to the comments at lisamcfarland.com and share your experience. And until next time, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And as always, thanks so much for listening.